0: Okay, the Shia Pasha Va'era is Lilui Nishmat Golda Bat Chaim Yitzchak Yehuda Halevi Aleha Shalom, Lilui Nishmat Yehuda Leib Ben Menachem Halevi Zichonoliv Recha. We're doing this Shia in an unconventional manner in my home because I was warned that it's very dangerous to go out tonight since. all the leaders of all the nations of the world are coming to celebrate the Shoah. Uh, believe me, I know that that's a uh, bad sentence. Uh, but that's what's happening. There's a big celebration. The of lead- what? The of uh, well, the reason that there had to be Meshacharish Auschwitz was because there were people there put by the Nazis. And the Nazis put them there on the way to kill them. And uh, the way to kill them, that's what we call the Shoah, right? You can't, uh, it's very bad to chop up a historical event into the day it began and the day it ended because Auschwitz is only part of a very big plan and you shouldn't make it smaller. But any, in any event, uh, the pages were era, the parches era, if you turn, if you're looking at the, if you're looking at the page, If you're looking at the sheet, if you're looking at the sheet, the end of Pereke, the beginning of Va Va'eret, the two psukim, are the second side of the page. It's Perek, the last Pasuk of and the first Pasuk of Perek It says, Vayasha Boshe Lashem. Vayasha Boshe Hashem even though we know that Akkadish Hu is every place, but to Communicate with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, You have to be in a place, right? So, so that's what Va'yashel. He went back. He went back to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Vay-yomer Hashem, and he has a complaint. He Moshe Rabbeinu has a complaint. Lama hari hazeh, lama zeh well, since Moshe Rabbeinu came to the leadership in Mitzrayim, things got worse were the Jews. They didn't have straw. They didn't get any straw. They had to collect the straw on their own and they had to make the bricks, an equal number of bricks. So it was clear that the situation was worse than it was before Moshe Rabbeinu came. Moshe Rabbeinu sim- seems to lack faith that HaKadosh that Baruch Hu will carry out his uh, promise. Uh, and the way he says it is la bahare ota amha la am The reason that Hakadosh Baruch Hu said that now is the time to free the Jews was because the slavery that they were in was so oppressive that they, uh, that Hakadosh Baruch Hu wanted to get them out of Eretz In fact, e- even though it was only 210 years since the slavery began and Avraham Avinu was promised that the Jews would be slaves for 400 years but HaKodesh Baruch Hu saw that they, they, they wouldn't be able to stand up to it they wouldn't be able to to live for another 200 years in this kind of slavery so HaKodesh Baruch Hu decided to take them out but at the beginning instead of getting out they their situation got worse they became more slaves more enslaved than they were before and therefore the people when people complained to Moshe Rabbeinu who instead of saying don't worry it will be alright he went to complain to HaKodosh Baruch so th- th- it strikes me as as being odd that, the, that Moshe Rabbeinu was chosen to be the leader but when a Difficult, uh, when the difficulty occurred in Mitzrayim, that the slavery was intensified, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't respond. He didn't say, don't worry about it, we'll straighten it out, we'll see what will happen, you'll see it will be good. He didn't say anything pacifying the Jews in Mitzrayim. But he said, he turned to God, and he said, La Mahari Ota La'am why did you make things worse, ra, lam hazeh? And then he says, lam hazeh In other words, if I am, uh, the, this is the slavery in Mitzrayim. is going to get worse when I come. So why, why did you send me? I mean, what, what was the point of this whole thing? In other words, Moshe Rabbeinu thought when he turned to God, that he knew something, that he knew things were really worse. And if things are really worse, then what is his job? What's his purpose? Uh, he didn't say, it'll be all right, I'll go and convince them, I'll talk to them, I'll pass away. He didn't say anything like that. Lama The next Me'az bati el b'shmecha. Since I came to parot, to speak on your behalf, the situation gets worse. In other words, what is it that Moshe Benu is arguing? He's arguing that the new situation, which is worse than the old situation, is real. That's really what's happening. Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't say, it's a, what how do they say it today? a blimp uh, uh, like a like a little a little catch in the in the process, okay, something happened. It, there's a flat tire. so we'll fix the tire and go on. Moshe Revede didn't think that. Moshe thought that this is what happened as a result of his efforts. Things got worse. So he says he says uh, the, le, the third pasuk, which is also the first pasuk. Of Parshat Vaera, the Parsha that we're learning today, What does that mean? It means I understand. says to Moshe I understand that you don't get it. Ata Now you'll get it. How will you get it? You will see what I do to par-o. So that there is this idea of, there is the, an idea, Yad Chazaka. The idea of Yad Chazaka, which we could translate as irreversible. Things that are not, that, that can't bounce back and change again. Yad Chazaka. Hashem says to, to, uh, to Moshe Rabbeinu, "Kiviatcha uh, zaka Yishalchem, or Yatcha Not only Yishalchem, but even Yigarshem. It'll be beyond expectation, much more than you think. Right? It won't be what you think at all. So there is, there is this notion that Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu was unable to figure it out." He didn't know what was happening. He came and complained to a Baruch Hu, right? You could explain it that way. You could explain the, the, the sukkim that way. Moshe Rabbi didn't understand. So HaKodesh Baruch responded by saying, there will be in the future, You in the future you will be able to understand. Why will we be able to understand? Because the Yad Chazakah is going to be so great that there'll be no doubt. What will there be no doubt about? What about no? What will there be no doubt about? So that's the question of of this whole story. Like, what is it that Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't understand, and what is it? What is it that Hakadosh Baruch is going to explain, and how will He explain it? Right? What's the Yad Chazakah that we're talking about? So this all has to do, this story about Moshe Rabbeinu's leadership, getting B'nai Yisrael out of Mitzrayim, is about, about that, uh, the, this idea that HaKadosh Baruch Hu fulfills the promise. When was the promise made? It was made to Avram Avinu. When, uh, when the, then it was repeated to Yitzchak. Then it was repeated again to Yaakov. And now Moshe Rabbeinu comes as the shaliyach, as the shaliyach to say, and now the promise is going to be fulfilled, the promise that the gave to Avraham Avinu, like they don't know, they're, they're slaves in Egypt, Chazal said, Chazal said that they were meditesh shari tumo, what does that mean? It means a, a, slaves don't have free will. I think I mentioned it last week. So, slaves don't have free will. It doesn't question of whether it hurts or not, you know, to do the work. Or, slaves can also be uh, a comfortable job. There are plenty of people who have physical jobs, but they're not slaves. They're not slaves. A slave is a person who doesn't have a vote. He doesn't have free will. He can't, he can't decide for himself what he's going, what he's going to do. So, when Moshe Rabbeinu came to B'nai Yisrael and said, "Slavery is over. God is going to redeem us. Even though it's only two hundred and ten years and not four hundred years, but that's because God is merciful and realizes that you can't, that you can't do it. Nevertheless, uh, what was implied was it was going to happen now." It's going to happen when Moshe Rabbeinu says that, things are gonna, the, the slavery will begin to come to an end. Instead, there was more slavery. And that was the problem. Here was Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu was acting against the reality. He wanted people to believe that they were being redeemed by a Kodesh Bochum, that they were being freed of slavery. And the slavery got worse at the same time. At the same time, so the people who had lost their free will, they were unable to have their own ideas and their own determination, were told by Moshe Rabbeinu that slavery is over, and then told by Paro that it's going to get worse. So this was the, the problem that, uh, that uh, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu raises to HaKodesh Bokal. Let's look at the Rashi. Rashi's Lama Hare Lama Zev Vim Tomar Mach patlach I never quite got this Lama Hare Ota It's like Moshe Rabbeinu is asking for God to explain himself Because it could be, it could be that it's partial Okay, you know, there was a turn for the worse There was a problem There's a problem More slavery More unhappiness was a, a problem for Bnei Yisrael. A problem for Bnei Yisrael. Lava harayotah lama azita. You, lava harayotah atah hakadosh baruch hu lama azita moshe asita Right? It's 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 Moshe Rabbeinu complaining. So Rashi says in Toma mach And and so it's like saying so so Moshe Rabbeinu shouldn't have used that tone of voice. He should he should have assumed. God said they're going to go free. He said, they'll go free. I mean, okay, there was a problem. There was a problem, a little bit of a knetch, as they say. But eventually, it'll be good. So he says, Sir so Rashi says, So Rashi is answering the question of why are there two complaints by Moshe Avedo. First he says, And then he says, Two different complaints. Why two? He could have just said, Labba Shlachtani. Just say, "Laba Hareyota Labba, or just say, Laba Hareyota Labba Zeh, and not say, Labba Zeh Shlachtani. I mean, both, either complaint is clear. It's clear what Moshe Rabbeinu meant to say. So Rashi says, This is the way you have to read it. I say, Laba Hareyota Labba Zeh. So Kodesh Bach says, Labba Hareyota Labba Zeh. What's the difference? I promised you, God says, I promised you, they'll go free. They will go free. So it'll take another day, another week, another month, and they'll go free. So Ma- re- Moshe Rabbeinu responds, Lava zesh What does that question mean? You sent me to tell them that the time for getting out has come. Right? You sent me. I came to say to, to Lava, uh, uh, I came and, and said that why did you send me? And Lava says, Shalachtani. I mean, uh, I don't have a purpose if I say one thing and then what happens is the opposite so what do you need me for? If God is going to free them so God will free them what do I need in the middle what do we need in the middle of the freedom like here comes Moshe he says you're going to go free and then you don't go free so HaKadosh Baruch says but I will free them don't worry. So Moshe Abed says, So what do you need me for? Why do I have to go and say you'll be free if you're not going to be free? So that's, that's, uh, that's Rashi. Pasuk of Pasuk said, This is Moshe Rabbeidu explaining himself. He said, Since I came, since I came to the day Israel and started telling them, they, they, things get worse. Rashi, Rashi, hara. Rashi is the shon hifilhu. If you, if you, oh, you, everybody here knows Hebrew, right? So hifil is a binyan. A binyan is like an intensive act, right? To do something with energy. So hara, he says, is a hifil. Arbeira Not just a little bit of bad, but a lot of bad. Sin. What? Hirba. Not hirba, hara. Hirba, ra'a, no? What? Hirba, ra'a. And so? Not harpe. No, no, it says hara, la'a, but it doesn't say hirba. Yeah, because it's hifil. Hirbara'a Alehem. Right, right. you said Habay. Okay. No, the word Hara itself means Hirbara'a. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean just Ra, but there's a, there's a notion of Ra, a notion sort of a lot of Ra. So the, the the verb Hara, God made a lot of Ra for them. Right? And then He says Habara'a Alehem. Av-ish. avish, avish baish is a Hebrew also a Hebrew word to stink. You know, to, to, a lot of. But the idea is that in Aramaic, it's also hifil. You see, ah, avish, the root is bet aleph shin, and ah, ah is like ha. It's like the hifil of Aramaic. And as Rashi quotes the. The uncleless, because he said the same thing. He, he Rashi. All right, I see. Tiktok is not our main uh, enterprise here. Okay, now the next pasuk. Atatir eh, atatir eh. Rashi said. Rashi Rashi says this. Irharta uh, al midotai. This is a famous Rashi. Here, Harta al Midotai. What do you think that means? You. Doubted. Yeah, good. Doubted what? My What Midah? Huh? No. No, the Midah that Baruch Bachu spoke to Moshe and said they're going to go free. Right? And he sent Moshe to do that, to, to talk to them, to free them. So that's the midah. al You said, why'd you send me? Well, I, you know why I sent you. What do you mean, lama harayotah lama lama shlachtani? You know why. You don't know what Let's <laughs> say it again. al You questioned it's as though to say you question God's ne'emanut right Amen. there's no amen. there's no ne'emanut hir uh, al midotai, do tai lo avraham was not like that so emarti lo ki bi yitzchak yikarei v'chazara v'achakach emarti lo aleu lola So what did Abu not say? What did he not say? What did he not say? How could you do that? That, How could you do that? How could you tell me to do that when you told me that I would have a lot of Mm -hmm. children, Mm -hmm. a lot of progeny? How could that be? But Abu didn't say that. Abu said, according to Rashi, this is Rashi's theory, then when HaKadosh Baruch told Avram Avinu to sacrifice his son, he didn't think it was his problem, him, Avram Avinu. It wasn't his problem. It was God's problem. God said, I promise you, you'll have a lot of children or descendants. And then God said, sacrifice it, right? Those are the two things that God said to Avram Avinu. So Avram Avinu said, I don't know how God will do it, but I'm sure that God will do it. That's lohi her al midotai That's what Rashi says also in Akedat Yitzchak, in the story of Akedat Yitzchak. Rashi says exactly the same thing, that amravidu had no doubt that God told him uh, emet, the truth. And even though it seems unlikely that you could kill your children and also have children, but that's not a problem for God why would that be a problem that's Avraham Avidu Avraham said that God wants me to sacrifice my son I'll sacrifice my son that's Avraham Avidu and then uh, Rashi goes on and says Avraham Avidu didn't come to complain they say how could it be how could we do this we're going to do that right they didn't say that Uh Therefore, you, I'm going to have to show you, because you questioned the question. This is like a tremendous accusation against Moshe Rabbeinu, according to Rashi. Atatir eh. What's going to happen to paro? Hasui you're gonna actually see it. You're gonna be standing there when, when it happens. Right, asui Shiva This is like an editorial comment of Rashi that God said, This is the uh, this is what you did. This is you you didn't have faith, so you're not gonna to get to Eretz Kadak. You're not get. you Your punishment. You get a punishment for this, right? Shivata umot, shavi la'aretz. When I will bring you, all of you, Am uh, Yisrael, to Eretz Yisrael, right? You see the letter. If you have, if you have the sheet, there's a little letter bet. You see the little letter bet. I think this must be from Bar The the Rashi, little bet is the bet of siftei chachamim. You know, there's a parish of Rashi, of Rashi called Setei Chachamim, which appears in a lot of Mikraot uh, Gedolot. Also, this Chumash has what they call Ikar Setei Chachamim. Somebody made a, a short form of it. So these little letters that appear in an annoying fashion in the, in the Rashi of the Bar-Ilan are are... Uh, references to the Siftei Chachmim we don't have it's not on the sheet but if it was on the sheet you'd be able to look it up okay Ki miyad chazaka yeshalchem okay yad chazaka yeshalchem miyad chazaka yegarasheh me'atzal yad chazaka Rashi says the last Rashi ki miyad chazaka yeshalchem mipnei mipnei yadi or Yadai, yadi, I think Ha Ha, ha chazaka, You see that gibble? Mm-hmm. That's also sitting Chachavim, right? It, it's like it, it gets annoying, but if you know it, you can get through it. Shet the Chazek alav So God says, Paro is going to let them go, but not before you are able to see with everybody else. At a yad ha-chazaka O v'yad chazaka ye-gar-sheim First ye then ye gar Al korcham, against their will Against the will of the Egyptians Asicha al korcham shel Yisrael ye Ve'lo sheim V'lo yaspikul lasot lahem zayda Al korcham shel Yisrael Today Yisrael will be chased out of Mitzrayim Against their will Right, they didn't have time, they couldn't make bread, they didn't have food. Al Kham Shell Yisrael Yigarshame, members that Dalit. Veloya Spigul La Sotlam Saidah, they weren't able to prepare food. The Khainhu Omer Uh Ti Khazek Mitzraim Al Haam Le Maher Le That's uh Yigarsheim and Y uh and Byal Khazaka Yigashematso i'm sorry so so moshe rabbeinu messed up here and and according to rashi the pasuk says it the posse says it. god says to to moshe rabbeinu you're not like avram abinu not like you're not like yitzchak rashi maybe say it but that's what the measure says you're not like avram you're not like yitzchak because they were in situation yitzchak Yitzhak, he was the, the continuation. But God, when Avram Abedus said, well, God wants us me to sacrifice you, so he didn't say anything. He said, okay, let's go. Let's do it. In other words, the same level of confidence that God would live up to his promise that Avram had, Yitzhak also had it. He had the same thing, but Moshe Rabbeinu apparently at this time in his life didn't have it he didn't have it. he accepted the complaint of the people as being something very reasonable now if you go through the psukim there, there, there are several uh, several psukim that i that i put down in the uh, in the sheet here about moshe bennu's relationship to the job HaKadosh Baruch says to Moshe Rabbeinu, you have the job. You're going to lead them out of Mitzrayim. Doesn't say what that means. What does it mean he's going to lead them out of Mitzrayim? Is he going to have to do something? Does he have to have does it make any difference? Does it make any difference? So so you know that Moshe Rabbeinu, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu says, uh, okay, I, I we'll try to get to it. See Shemot Peri Gimbal, the first group of sukim, Hashem says, "Vatah, inayt zakat b'nei Yisrael ba'elai." The Gemara eighty dalachas Hashem b'itzrayim lochatsimotam. So this is where Hakadosh Baruch Hu explains why this is the right time to get the Jews out of B'itzrayim. Right? This is in Perikimul. You see the pasuk, "Inayt zakat b'nei Yisrael ba'elai." Right, zakat, not words. Right words, words can only be composed if you have a certain level of, of sanity. If you lose it, if you're not able to communicate, you, you just scream. That's what happens. So this is Moshe Rabbeinu who said, Oh, that's what God said. God said, I go to Mitzrayim and I get them out and that's not what happened it didn't happen as we saw now this is a tricky a tricky statement that Moshe Rabbeinu makes it's a little bit tricky what do you think? Mm-hmm. look at the Rashi you see after the M, the word Im there's a little Aleph that's again the Setecha so you just erase it what do you think of that of the Rashi Ma'ani chashuv? With, Bosh Hashanah better say, what do you mean chashuv? God says, you're the shaliyach. So just go and do it. Why do you have to be chashuv? Why do you have to be chashuv? So the pasuk, if you look back at the pasuk, you see what Rashi meant. Pasuk Yud, Vata lecha Par O V'hotse et Ami b'nei Yisrael mi Mitzrayim. who's the... Antecedent of Hosei, Atta. Atta, Hosei. Atta is, whose Atta? Is Moshe Rabbeinu. Yes? Mm -hmm. So that means that God is not making Moshe Rabbeinu the Shaliach to make an announcement to Paro to say, oh, Paro, tomorrow we're leaving. God is taking us out of Mizrah. in some way, Moshe Rabbeinu was the one who was going to create Yitzhiat Mitzrayim he's not going to do the miracles on his own but he's going to do something He do something and the meaning of the Pasuk I think the meaning of that Pasuk where, where he, he says Mi where, where, where Moshe Abenu says Mi and Rashi says Ma'ani ledaber im hamlachim that somehow he's involved. He's involved in the in the situation. In other words, Moshe Abenu has a job. He's not simply a karos, an announcer. He's not the gabbai in shul that says, "So and so is having a," you know, a bris tomorrow morning. He's not that person. He he he's looking at Am Yisrael. Am Yisrael is in a very bad state. Right? They, they're slaves. They, according to Chazal, the Memteshari Tuma or whatever you could say bad. They were bad. And so Moshe Rabbeinu, he doesn't, he can't be coming to announce that HaKadosh Baruch are to get them out of Mitzrayim. But he has to somehow make sure that they're worthy of Yitzhiat Mitzrayim. He's, at the same time, At the same time, later on, he becomes the teacher of Torah because he received the Torah. But apparently before he received the Torah, he also had a job. And his job was to make sure that Israel would understand that it was God fulfilling his promise to Avraham Avinu that's going to get them out. Because, you know how it is, you don't know how it is. But the way it is with slaves is that sometimes they have the opportunity to run away and to get their freedom and they don't take it. They don't take it, they're more afraid of what they would do outside of slavery than they're afraid inside of, the, of slavery. So Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu, was charged with this job of making sure Bnei Yisrael would recognize what was happening because that was the, the way that slavery had an effect on them. It wasn't just that they were in pain, and now they're not going to be in pain. It wasn't like that. So he, he says, "Vechi Otsiit Badei Yisrael." Rashi, "Va'afim mm-hmm. Chashuvani." You know this is like Rashi's. The the Medrash says it. Ma bazachu Yisrael, see the bet, bet. It's also to take Chachavim. Mm-hmm. Bazachu Yisrael, she'hte Hasele Hbnes, Again, again, Yitzia Mitzrayim, it's not just, uh, that's what, the way Rashi understands it, that Yitzia Mitzrayim is not simply a payback for abdut, like Barakotepo said, look, they suffered so much of freedom, but that freedom has to be a schud. they have to be worthy, even though they are slaves, they have to be worthy of freedom, and Moshe Rabbeinu was the one Moshe Rabbeinu, who was charged with that, God said to Moshe Rabbeinu, "Look, make sure that they are worthy of of uh, of the freedoms." Now we understand. Now we understand why, when Moshe Rabbeinu came to Paro and said, "Let let that out," what the result was that the abdut was more difficult, the slavery was more difficult. That had to be that way because they were not yet worthy of leaving Mitzrayim. And they wouldn't leave Mitzrayim until they had gone through a series of, of experiences that are included in the makot of Mitzrayim, which made them somehow worthy of, of leaving. Otherwise, they, w- they would not have left. They, Moshe Rabbe said, and therefore we could also understand why Moshe Rabbeinu was nervous about it. Why he said, Because he wasn't sure that he would be able to fulfill that objective of making B'nai Israel worthy of, of leaving of leaving uh, Egypt, Kodesh Baruch Hu said to him finally he says, you'll see the Yad Chazakah you'll see how I get them out of Mitzrayim and it's not, it's not true that, that it's going to be automatic that in a day everybody's going to leave Mitzrayim because I hired you Moshe to teach them what slavery is? What freedom is? Why they why they need the Torah? Why they want the Torah? All of that is part of what Moshe Rabbeinu did in Mitzrayim. They were all. It wasn't so. Even though the story begins in the Parshat Shmot, Akunah Shmuel says to Moshe Rabbeinu, "You're my man. You know, go and do it. Get them out." It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that you, Moshe Rabbeinu, are going to just snap your fingers and everything's going to happen. But B'nai Yisrael have to express a certain demand for freedom and a worthiness for freedom that's what that's what Moshe that's what the, uh, that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to Moshe Rabbeinu if look at Pasuk Yudbet Vayomer uh, Kiyei right this is God's answer I'll be with you I'm with you so they're intermediate steps. What do we would say to Mitzrayim al-Harase? What's haraze got to do with Eretz Kanan, Matan Torah? So Achadish Bochu said to Moshe Rabbeinu, every step, every step, like we say in Dayenu, you know, there's this this piyut that we say on, uh, on, uh, on Pesach, right? Everybody loves Dayenu because they like the tune. Everybody wants to sing Dayenu. They don't know exactly how to fit in the words all the time, but everybody likes to sing it. So Dayenu became a hit. But besides being a hit, Dayenu is an idea. When you say that B'nai Yisrael were miraculously saved from Yisra'im, and ended up at Eretz Kanaan. You could say that. But you could also say every step of the way was a miracle. So that the vision, according to D'ayenu, the vision of Sipu Yitzhiat Mitzrayim is not to say there were miracles and we got the way we got Even things that don't look like miracles apparently were part of the miracle of Yitzhiat Mitzrayim. So, so it all fits together. Now if you look at the Rashi... We we'll look at the Rashi. We we'll look at the Rashi. The Rashi says, bet As Rishon Rishon achron. the Gemara says that you should always, if somebody comes to ask you a shilu or come to talk to you about what you're learning, you should always answer Rishon Rishon and achron achron because. If you don't write it down, in those days they didn't write anything down, it's very hard to remember unless you you create an order. Order is very, very important, and that's Rishon, Rishon, Achron, Achron. You said, you Moshe Abedin said, Anochi. Lo so ki The God said, you don't, you don't make that decision. It's, I make that decision right? the first thing you alone were at the snare you alone know for a fact that I sent you so just like the the sneh burnt but was not consumed, a So too you, you know, you'll go and you'll do what I tell you, and you will be saved. There won't be a problem. And you asked, why now? What did B'nai Yisrael get that they should leave Mitzrayim now? Charei there's a big thing happening now Charei at idim bikaber haTorah al har gazel sof shlocha chodashim 3 months after they leave mitzrayim right nisan year 7 getzum mitzrayim right they're going to get the Torah dvar cher ki yeimah imah i will be with you vezeh et tzliah veshlichutcha lkha so that means that Moshe Rabbeinu obviously had a higher level of faith in God than the people in Mitzrayim. And so the end of the parash Shemot where Moshe Rabbeinu says, I'm with them. They don't know why, why things are so bad and I don't know why things are so bad. So obviously that's an accusation against Moshe Rabbeinu. I mean, it wasn't so good for Moshe Rabbeinu. Okay enough, I just want to summarize again if I may the reason that Moshe Rabbeinu was sent to guide Bnei Israel out of Mitzrayim and to go to Har Sinai was because he was supposed to he, he didn't suffer from slavery he Moshe Rabbeinu so he Moshe Rabbeinu was a descendant he was the descendant of Yaakov and Yosef he was the next character in the story because Moshe Rabbeinu was like Yaakov and Yosef. They knew the positions of Avraham and Yitzchak. And so Moshe Rabbeinu's slichut was to raise B'nai Yisrael a little higher to make them worthy of Yitzhiat B'Zrayim and, and Kabbalah Torah. And so when Moshe Rabbeinu said, Lava it was a. It was a, an accusation. I mean, we we see that as an accusation against Moshe Rabbein. he didn't. He said he didn't get it, but he should have gotten it. He should have understood. He should have understood what happened." So, the beginning of the parsha the, the beginning of the parsha Vayera, says to uh, Moshe Rabbein, Yoba Hashem Moshe, eh." Yad Chazaka means everybody will know that it's God doing it. Yad Chazaka means something abnormal, something that's not regular. It's not just a miracle. They lived in a world where miracles happened all the time, but sometimes they were even in a world of miracles there were unexpected miracles, unexpected events. And so that was that was uh, that was Moshe Rabbeinu. As a result, Moshe Rabbeinu turned around in the of Aera That's the of Aera Then Moshe Rabbeinu turned around and did what he was supposed to do. He talked to Bnei Israel. He talked to Paro. He, he 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 tried to show. He tried to teach Bnei Israel that God was all powerful, and that because God was all powerful, we understood or uh, it was understood that that uh, uh, God created the world right that's what we say that we say Mitzrayim mm-hmm. Bereshit that if, if God could do Yad Chazaka could create an unexpected miracle get B'nai Israel out of Mitzrayim it's a siman that uh, that God owns the world because the only reason that God owns the world is that he created it that's how we know. That's how we know that God created the world. That's what it says in Kiddush. No? Yes? That's why there were miracles in Yitzhak Mitzrayim. It didn't have to be miracles. God could have said, poof, and everybody would be at Sinai. Well, they have to have all this miracle stuff again and again and again, right? All kinds of weird miracles. Because Yitzhak Mitzrayim, the nation that came to Har Sinai, had to know that God created the world. And there's no way to know that. There's no way to know that God created the world. Before the Torah was given to Bedei, he said, well, you, they received the Torah, so the Torah says that God created the world. But before they received the Torah, so they, so they didn't know. I mean, they they might have heard that God created the world, but I'm talking about philosophically knowing, k-n-o-w, like to really know. They didn't know until until Yitziat Mitzrayim, and that's why we say in Kiddush every Friday night, Zeicher lema'aseh, gracious, right? Even though creation has nothing to do with Shabbos, ma. And nothing to do with Shabbos. Shabbos is the seventh day of creation where God created nothing. So if you, even if you knew that God created nothing on the seventh, you couldn't prove that God created something on the third day or the fourth day. How, how could you prove that? I know today people are not interested in philosophy, but that doesn't mean that the philosophers were all wrong about everything. They, they were also right. Okay. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Tzvi, for hooking me up somehow.